Hello and welcome to the NicheSiteTools.com podcast where we share experiences, tips, and tools to help everyone achieve a greater level of success with their online adventures. What's going on? Welcome to episode number 73 of the NicheSiteTools.com podcast. So glad to have you here. And this week we're going to have a quicker episode. Last week was a little bit more lengthy and it was all about what to do after installing WordPress. I've gotten some great feedback on that. A couple of folks emailed or left comments on that post to let me know it was helpful. So I really appreciate that. So I know that I'm not just talking to myself. Always great to get feedback from you guys. So please keep it coming. And this week we're going to talk really quickly about three questions that I've gotten. One of them is where to get images for your website. Another is about domain privacy. And the third one was about posting on places like InfoBarrel or HubPages. So we will get right into that shortly. I just wanted to quickly thank some new email subscribers. I received seven over the last week or so and one left their name, Ted. Thank you very much, Ted. Appreciate leaving your name and I appreciate all new email subscribers, of course. And if you haven't yet had a chance to subscribe, you can head over to nichesitetools.com forward slash subscribe and you will instantly get my keyword brainstorming guide as well as my seven simple SEO tips guide. And of course, you'll be in the loop when any new podcast or post come out. I'm really glad I was able to squeeze in recording this quick episode because I wasn't sure for the next couple of weeks what I was going to have for you, but this will be on schedule and on the normal Monday rotation. So this post and podcast episode will be going live on Monday, May 9th, and I'll actually be on the way home from Las Vegas on that day. My wife and I are going out there to see Lionel Richie. I think I mentioned that once before and really looking forward to that. He wasn't somebody that I would say I had CDs or cassettes up way back in the day but he's just somebody that in the last year or so we keep hearing like his music or seeing him on tv we keep saying you know that's somebody that is really a fun person to listen to we've heard he's great in concert getting up there in age like we all are so i said hey let's go out there we finally made the plans he's at planet hollywood for a couple of months here in the spring and also in the fall so we took the opportunity and said let's just do it let's sign up let's go out there and let's have some fun in addition we're doing a quick tour which goes to a couple of different reality show locations if you've ever seen pawn stars on the history channel which is a show about a pawn shop and uh, all the different things that come into that shop counts customs i love cars that's another show that takes place in vegas that kind of spun off from pawn stars and then there's a couple of different folks that have been on that show one i think his name is johnny he runs a toy shop there and uh, one of the military memorabilia guys that appears on that show also visiting there and then two other places uh restoration shop that also spun off of pawn stars and there's one additional one that's a show called tanked which they make fish tanks for celebrities you might have seen that on cable so we actually get to go visit all those places on friday saturday is the concert sunday we don't have any plans we might head to red rock canyon or something and then monday when this goes live we will be home so we'll probably be bummed out so i'm glad i was able to record this ahead of time and then the following weekend they have the golf tournament which is the players championship which is actually in the community that we live in so that's a huge thing here every year Um, crazy amount of people in town and really busy really fun weekend 
So I wasn't going to have time to actually record anything, so I'm really glad I was able to find the time ahead of time. I have about one hour in total to do this podcast episode and blog post, so this is going to be a world record for me. Normally it takes me at least eight hours to do an episode and a post, depending on how long the post is. So we're going to run through this real quick. I picked three recent questions that I got that are really quick and easy to answer, so this shouldn't take too long at all. Let's get right into the content. And like I mentioned, I had three questions. And the first one was, where do I get images or where can someone get images for their blog posts? That's a great question, one we've talked about a little bit in the Facebook Mastermind group over at nichesitetools.com forward slash mastermind. And one of the most recent suggestions for getting free images is a site called Pixabay, P-I-X-A-B-A-Y, all one word. That's a pretty decent site. I just looked at it um, myself. I didn't get a chance to check it out before. But it does look like a pretty great site, a lot of great free pictures. Um, If you look, go to that website and type something into the search box, you'll notice at the top there's a couple of images along the top of the screen that say sponsored images. So those would be from other websites and they do charge a fee for those. But towards the bottom of the screen, there are going to be a lot of free images that you can use and you want to click on them and then it'll say whether or not you can use them for commercial use. And in most cases, I checked three or four, they were all available and free to use for commercial purposes. So that was great. Good to see that that is a nice free site where you can just go grab some photos when you need them. And one of the primary ones that I've utilized for quite a while is a service called PhotoDune, photo D-U-N-E, all one word. And if you go to nichesitetools.com forward slash PhotoDune, you can go through my affiliate link. But the point with that one is I pay $1 per image on that site. And the reason I do that over some other sites is that previously it was really difficult to find free sites. And when you did, like I mentioned, they might be sponsored images or ways that they want you to pay for photos from other stock photos photo sites mixed in there. So at one point in time, it was really difficult to discern which images were free, which were paid. And it was really complicated to actually weed through all that. I would find that it took me 15 to 20 minutes to find a good image by going to multiple different sites. And I finally just got frustrated and it was taking so long to get those images to weed through everything that I just said, look, I'm just going to pay a dollar. This is a great site. It has a lot of photos related to blogging and things that I need. And I just found it so much easier to go there, search literally in a minute or two. I always have an image and I'm good to go. So if there's an instance where I can't find what I need, another site I've been checking out is Canva. I'm sure you've heard of it. And uh, it's a popular site. You can go there. You can use their photos. You can put text on those photos, create some infographics. But in most cases, you will end up paying a small fee now for that. I found that I created an image through there that I wanted some text on and I wanted some other effects on there. And I did have to pay $1 for the image that I needed from there. So that's also mostly a pay site. You can, I think, maybe still somehow get free images on there and maybe add some text even and things like that. But for the most part, you are going to pay something from everything I saw. And I have limited use on that. I created one photo recently from that site that I needed to do some customization to that I didn't feel like doing with um, regular image editing programs. And it was really easy. It did exactly what I needed to, and I was happy to pay a dollar. So real quick, the sites I would recommend checking out would be Pixabay first, since they're free there for the most part. 
And then Photo Dune, if you want to find some additional photos that you will pay a dollar for. And also, if you want to edit photos or you want to create some infographics or other things, Canva might be a great site for you to check out. So those three are ones that I would recommend. And the next question was about domain privacy. What exactly is that? Do I need to sign up for that when I register a new domain name? And uh, what's that all about? So certainly, I think you should sign up for domain privacy. What that means is when you register a new domain name through a company like Namecheap that I recommend, Usually they'll give you the first year of domain privacy free, so there's no reason not to do it. And then through Namecheap, it's actually only $2.88 every subsequent year, so it's really inexpensive. And the reason you want to say yes to domain privacy is because if you do not, you will get a ton of spam. So you have to normally leave your address, your name, your phone number when you sign up for a domain name. And when you do that, companies go out there and they see new domain registrations and they will spam you with all sorts of business offers and you'll be inundated with spam. So that's definitely something I think most of you want to avoid. And the other thing with domain privacy that's good is if you have some sites out there that you don't necessarily want to be public or you're trying to keep some of your niche ideas private so that people don't duplicate your content or steal your ideas, that's a great first step towards preventing some of that. So definitely would recommend that. And if you're looking to register some domain names now or in the future, I definitely recommend Namecheap. They're my favorite domain registrar, mostly because they keep their prices consistent. They're inexpensive. Initially, they're about $10 for a new domain name. And then when you go to renew them, they're about $12. So you add in that additional domain privacy for $288 and it comes out to $12 or $13 for renewals. Whereas sites like GoDaddy will give you offers to help entice you to sign up through them like $1.99 or whatever for your first sign up. But then after the fact, it's like $25 for a domain name. And they recently did away with the discounts on renewals. So they get you to sign up with the lower price fee and then they really jack the prices up when you go to renew them. Because I think most people, once they sign up, they're not going to go ahead and make that switch. But I did make that switch. I got really frustrated with the additional cost through GoDaddy in all of my domain names are now hosted on Namecheap and I definitely would highly recommend utilizing them. So you could head over to nichesitetools.com forward slash Namecheap, N-A-M-E-C-H-E-A-P and I would definitely recommend using them for all of your domain names. And that brings us to our last question, which was about writing on sites like InfoBarrel and Hub Pages. And they had either seen one of my older posts or podcast episodes, which was way back at the beginning. I mentioned that, I think. And InfoBarrel was a site that I had checked out and I still actually go to every once in a while, maybe once every other month or so, just to see what's going on there. But basically what those sites are is their Web 2.0 properties, as they refer to them. And you can create articles on those sites. They have a ton of other people that are creating articles and those sites have been out there for a long time. So they have some high domain authority. And uh, what you can do is basically everything that you would normally do on your own blog, like your WordPress blog or website, you could do on those sites like InfoBarrel and Hub Pages. So you could create posts, you could do review posts, you could do posts about just about anything you wanted to talk about. And then because those sites have been ranking so long and they have millions of page views, you may get some more traffic on your posts than you would on a brand new website. 
So that can be a great way to dip your feet in the water and see if writing online is something you're interested in. A lot of those sites have uh, different criteria where your it, your content will rank. It, it'll get like a, a letter grade or a number grade. And the quality of your article has to be a certain quality in order to be approved. So that could be a good way to improve your writing, see what kind of things that they consider good ranking cues. So that if they consider your writing good, your content good, your structure good, they'll give your content a high rating and then you can kind of judge whether or not your writing is of the quality to go ahead and start creating your own website and uh, I also wanted to see if it was something that with all the traffic they get on their site is it easier to make money from different posts by creating it on their site versus your own blog and in my experience it was not I definitely got maybe pennies here and there and I don't think I ever got a full payout there are a lot of folks on the site that do have several hundred or even thousands of articles out there, and some of them did say they were doing well, but a lot in a lot of cases, folks would then branch out onto their own websites. So do I think a site like that is a great place to get started? Certainly. I think you can learn a lot from a site like that. Anything you can do to improve your writing or to experiment, anything you can do to take action is great. You don't have to pay anything for hosting. You don't have to have your own website, etc. So it can be even lower barriers to entry than creating your own website. But I think in order to make money on sites like that, you would really need to have you know hundreds or thousands of articles. And I really think it would be your, in your best interest to create that content on your own website so that you own the content. It can never go down. You know, it can never be removed because a lot of times websites like that will change their criteria and what they determine is a good article one day might not be the next day and they may just completely take your articles down. So certainly you could try that as an experiment. Check out those sites. Interact with the people in the communities and forums. There's a lot of great people there, a lot of encouraging people. So it can be a great motivator to keep Keep making progress, and it's a great place to get started trying your writing. But I really think your efforts will be much better spent creating your own website, cultivating your own content, and then having that there for you to own, for you to change, and for you to keep making money off of directly without having to go through somebody else and go by their rules. So certainly Info Barrel, Hub Pages, those things, definitely worth checking out. You can get some good backlinks back to your own site. For example, if you create a post that's related to something in your niche. You could actually link, I think, one or two links. Last time I wrote something up there, they may have changed the rules, but you can link to your own content. But if you're going there just to get backlinks to your website, they're going to realize that very quickly and probably not approve your articles. So if you do want to do that, if you do want to get some good Web 2.0 links to your content, first create maybe five or ten different posts on an account on one of those sites. Get those approved, and then after that fact, you could maybe talk about some content that you normally have on your other niche websites, and you could get some links back to your content that way. But in general, would I recommend basing your sole philosophy on sites like that that are run by other folks? No, I would certainly recommend you have your own hosting, but that can be a great way, like I said, to either get some backlinks, another way to test out your content, another way to get the word out there, to get your name out there if you're looking to attract an audience audience. Those can be some great sites to get started on and then see what it branches out into. And with that being the last question, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up for this week. Hopefully you got some new information about where to get some images for your website, some information about domain privacy, and my take on Web 2.0 properties like InfoBarrel and Hub Pages. 
Have a great couple of weeks, and we're going to end today's episode with a little bit of Lionel Richie. Bye-bye now.